Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of My Point of View with me, Camila. Hello everybody, welcome, welcome back, welcome if you're new. Excuse me if you can hear Sex and the City on the background. I was just watching that and I forgot to turn it up. So if you listen to the music, like the outro music, let me know. You you can let me know, but like, excuse me, that's what I was going to say. Hi everybody. I'm so excited for this episode and kind of a little bit of an announcement. We're going to skip the how am I really with the little announcement. So I'm going to be taking my first real official break from the podcast. Uh, since I started the podcast, I have posted every day. I, I didn't post one Monday I think that was the only time I didn't post one Monday I don't remember why I think it was like technical difficulties but yeah I'm gonna be taking Uh, gonna be a three week long break because in those three weeks I'm gonna have my finals so yeah right now senior year and graduating is a priority and I cannot I really try to handle the podcast and the finals and work all at the same time and I just didn't think it like didn't plan it in time to kind of have everything pre-recorded and pre-done and I just cannot do it right now like I am recording this on Saturday Saturday before you listen to this and literally like next Thursday I have a final and then that the Monday following that and then the 19th so it's the first the fifth and the 19th um and i just i just don't have time to do everything so um yeah this is gonna be the last episode in a little while i have all the next guests and episodes planned i'm not gonna put too much pressure on myself too much pressure on myself to keep on posting um, as you may know, if you follow me on Instagram, I have a new iPhone, a new iPhone 12 Pro, which it's so exciting for me. Like I had the iPhone 7 before this one, and like so you understand that I, I had the home button. I had, I didn't have the portrait mode to take pictures, so I'm really excited about it. Also, I had 32 gigabytes of space, and on this new phone, I have 256, which is just so incredible to say oh my god and i bought it all myself with my money that i have been saving since i started working back in january so it's very exciting so since i have a new phone maybe i would want to start posting and kind of do things here and there um i think the main place that you will find me are going to be stories and reels so i can keep the feed organized (laughs) um but yeah Mainly, I don't think I'm going to take the biggest break from Instagram. Maybe after the 5th, I maybe think of some like cool posts to make about like recapping episodes. But the podcast feed, the RSS... How do you say that? The RSS feed? The RSS feed or however you say. It's going to be quiet for the next three weeks because I need to study and I need to pass this finals. And... You know, when I have finals and <clears throat> when I have finals, I think you all know, but I get really nervous and really stressed and the interviews don't end up being that good and the episodes and don't end up being 
as good as I want them to be and the content doesn't end up being as good as I want it to be. So it doesn't serve anybody. So I would rather take a three week break, come back then with amazing episodes. I already have my first episode back like planned um, and I'm so excited about it because yeah, I'm so excited. And yeah, that's kind of it. Um, I'm probably going to do post one day on the instagram like talking about what would you want to see on this kind of next season i don't want to call it season because i like numbering my episodes like i I like to know that for example this is episode 61 and that kind of thing which is maybe silly for some but i like it because it's the amount of weeks that i was consistent with it (laughs) even though i'm taking a three-week break now okay we get it camilla how many times are you gonna say it um but yeah basically there's that uh, i hope you don't miss me that much i think it's gonna be the best for my mental health the best for my schoolwork, and the best for this podcast because i'm gonna come back with better content instead of just posting half-assed episodes just because i need to post you know and i feel like when this when the podcast like loses the fun in it because it's like more of a chore than a fun thing to do i think it kind of loses its purpose for me so yeah i need a break (laughs) and again i've been doing this non-stop since april 2020 so i feel like i deserve it you know so yeah that's basically the little announcement i'm gonna make a post on instagram which you're gonna see in this next couple weeks so you don't (laughs) forget um and uh, yeah again i think i'm gonna be I'm going to try to be available like online on my podcast Instagram mainly because I don't want that Instagram to die because I work too hard on it (laughs) and again I have a new phone and that kind of excites me to kind of be doing new things but yeah that's kind of it now let's get into this episode because it's a really 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 fun one so this episode is with Jane Simmons Jane is a New York City-based personal trainer. She believes that health is wealth and is dedicated to sharing real science-supported information that is proven to help people reach their fitness goals. Um, She's an NASM-certified personal trainer, and she's also a CEO and the founder of Movement and Mindset. So many amazing things about this episode. First of all, I just want to say for anyone listening that the amazing jane thank you so 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 much she gave us a code a discount code uh so you if you use the code pov 20 it will give you 20 percent off your first month of the movement and mindset program um and i'm gonna leave the link and everything on the show notes which is amazing thank you so much jane for giving that to my listeners and now I, we, we had an amazing conversation. I really, really liked it. It was a bit of a chaotic, 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 I don't know how you call it, chaotic, chaotic, chaotic energy. Maybe that's how you pronounce that word uh, because I don't, I don't even remember what was happening that day, but I was just overwhelmed. I think I was overwhelmed with my thesis as, I'm o- as I always am, uh, but yeah that was that day uh and it was a really fun episode anyways to record we talked all about her career story her fitness journey it's an amazing story for people that are not sure if they're on the right career path or if what they're studying in college is exactly what they want to do 
So I feel like it's an amazing story to listen. And then we talked a lot more about her movement and mindset program and the non-scale victories because I feel like when I started my fitness journey back last year, I feel like that was something that was really important to me, how to realize that I don't need before and after pictures to feel good about the workouts that I'm doing or I don't need to see like a specific difference in my body as the way that it looks but I can feel something different I can feel stronger and I can feel the mind-body connection and we talked a lot about this so you just have to listen to the episode and yeah I love this I love this this episode just brought me back to kind of love fitness again and want to work out again because I've been taking a little bit of a break studying as usual so yeah just hope you enjoyed this episode I'm gonna miss you for the next three weeks but it's gonna be for the my better to have a better mental health journey with finals and yeah I'll see you with a new episode back on the 26th of July which is insane but yeah I'm just gonna leave you with this episode now <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of My Point of View. Today I have a very exciting guest. Hi Jane. Hi, thanks for having me on the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I just want to say before we get into the episode, today's a very special day. Taylor Swift announced the re-recordings and we've been talking about it for like the last for like 10, 10 minutes. minutes. <laughs> so I just felt like people need to know my state of mind right now. I'm just overly exciting and I'm kind of freaking out. So excuse my <laughs> excuse my mental state. But Jane, if you want, you can introduce yourself for the people that may not know who you are. Yeah, so my name is Jane. I'm a personal trainer based in New York City. Um, I've been here for about, I guess we're coming up on two years. Yeah, I'm about to move into a new apartment. Very exciting. Sorry, my dog is playing with her toy on the hardwood floor and making so much noise. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Yeah, so... Wow, I'm so excited to have you here today. I feel like I've been having a lot of fitness people this past couple of years. Well, this past year, like 2021, mm -hmm. since I've been getting more into fitness. And yeah, I've been love I feel like you've become in the past couple of months, like, you know, like there are celebrity trainers. You're like an influencer trainer, you know? <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I see you with yes. every influencer. Yeah. I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is very cool. I know, it's so fun because it's like, people that I feel like I grew up watching and then like when you meet people in real life that's you know it's like oh my it's god crazy. I literally know so much about your life <laughs> yeah <laughs> that happens to me on the podcast I'm like I don't want to sound creepy because this is like an interview but how do I tell you that I know right, like, I know where I know you are in your house right. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you like your pet's names like, yeah. oh my things. god yeah. I was like I know how you want to name your kids in the future but I really don't want to say your it but order, I know yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly i love that but so before funny. we get into the the episode and the interview i just want to ask you a question that i asked everyone just to kind of get the conversation started and just to kind of be more open about our mental health on the internet world how are so you really important. doing you know <laughs> i love this question because this week i have had like some high highs and some low lows so it's been this weird hmm like major up and downs um yeah. so good news is that my boyfriend and I like 
we're so stressed about finding an apartment, but this week we found an apartment. We were signed. We get our keys next week. So I'm very excited about that. It was such a crazy thing because we we found this apartment um, like two weeks ago and I fell in love with it and we had a tour set up and then the, the broker emailed me the night before and was like, somebody else applied. No. Sorry. And so Grant and I are like, you know what? It's okay. We're about to go on vacation. So, you know, like, let's just take the week off you know, take a step away and then we'll come back and be like in full force because we had to move um, in like two weeks when we got back. Wow. So the night before we come back from the beach, I get an email from the same broker that is like, hey, the apartment's available. The application from the other person fell through. So if you want to come tour it and stuff, then like we can set that up tomorrow. And I was like, get me back to New York. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was it was meant to be it was meant to yeah. be i know also um, new york is new york apartment wild. hunting is insane i am obsessed with like i saw your stories i watch everyone mm-hmm. doing it but i dread the day that i may have to do it i want to yeah. move to new york eventually and I, and I dread the day that i have to do it i'm like i really don't want to and also i would just wanted to ask process. you is as crazy as it was i don't know if you were there back in 2019 but is it's as crazy mm-hmm. as it was pre-pandemic or is it a bit slower um so this is so i moved in 2020 which was kind of weird so i moved like in the middle of the pandemic because of my lease so i had i not moved to new york but moved apartments um and that was like you could take a week you could really (laughs) take your time you could ask to pay less money and like ask (laughs) them to change things now it is in full swing we are oh. back where you have two days to get that apartment before oh someone God. else does <laughs> yeah you, you can't really it's so I funny remember. too because asking advice I remember when we first moved to New York we were like asking advice from our parents you know about how to deal with brokers and like real estate agents and they were like you know you got to walk away because you there's always a better deal like you could always get a better deal and everyone in New York is like no don't do it if you like it get it it doesn't have to be perfect if you like it at all just get it I know yeah oh my god it's insane it's insane it's it's wild it's wild and my thoughts are with you because of apartment hunting in New York must be crazy oh my god yeah yeah also everyone is going back back. it's crazy but yeah, yeah, you can continue with how your week was. <laughs> was um, yeah, so, so that's, intrigued. that's the good part about the week. Um, bad part, I did have like, so funny because we were just talking about this. Um, so I feel like as a personal trainer, sometimes I'm really focused on everyone else's workouts and mine get put on the back burner. So recently I've been feeling really burnt out trying to, you know, train myself along with training everyone else. Um, so I've been on the hunt for my own personal trainer. And Ooh, had, really? That's yeah, really interesting. I know. <laughs> I know, right? It's it's kind of like um, I don't know. It's been it's been an adventure because it's you know I want to find someone who I really click with and like I really know what I want and what I don't want in a trainer. Exactly. Um, so I thought I found someone who was really great and like I thought we had similar ideals. And then when we got in person, um, it just wasn't wasn't great I had to do like a body analysis which I was like it's fine like I can be very objective about this and then at the end of it they were like yeah you need to lose this amount of body fat and like your percentage is way too high for your age and we need to work on your basal metabolic rate and all this stuff that I was like okay (laughs) no red flag I'm out (laughs) um so that really uh, it is wild just 
from a complete stranger too, how those things can really just send you down. I mean, mm-hmm. I was in like a really bad spot for, for a couple of days at the beginning of this week. And then I had to like, really, you know, have that moment of coming back to myself and being like, why are, why are you letting like yeah. what a stranger is telling you about your body affect you so much? Yeah. So yeah, no, that exactly. was my low, but <laughs> no, no, but I totally feel that. I feel like also there's this whole, I don't know. I feel like I used to be that way before 2020. Like I used to work out and then look at myself in the mirror and try to find apps, which doesn't happen. Or then like try to get on a scale and be like, oh my God, and it doesn't happen like that. Like it's not Mm -hmm. logical. Um, But also like if, for example, you're doing strength training, you may be like be up on your weight because you're building muscle, whatever. I I just, Mm -hmm. I didn't understand how it worked. So I don't know. I feel like, now I do it for my mental health and just if I found someone that would come and be like, oh, you need to lose this amount of weight and I'm be like, shut right. up, I don't need oh to my know. God, I know. And then the so problem frustrated. is that, for example, when I weigh myself, which I don't do anymore, thank God, I used to weigh myself and if it wasn't the number that I was ex- expecting, which God knows what number I was expecting, <laughs> like not a realistic, realistic uh-huh. number, I would just put on a pair of shorts that didn't fit that were old or whatever, which fit me when I was 17 and it's totally normal that when i'm 22 they won't fit like it's mm-hmm. normal yeah, right. i would the only thing i would be thinking about would be that number and i'm like this is not healthy like oh mm-hmm. my god and i don't know i feel like every woman goes through something like that in their life and it's just so sad that that happens and there are people like that in the world that tell you that you need to do this or this or that and they, she she could have just asked you like why do you work out do you want to do well way? that's do you what wanna, bothered me you know? so much is because she did <laughs> and i said that i was like i'm really not focused on numbers like i really just want to work out for my health and like i'm really more skill based mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah no, <laughs> no not a good fit no it's insane but um yeah i'm glad that you got out of that some sometimes mm-hmm. for example if i were on that i would be like a month i would be like fuck this i would be like so mad i would be doing yeah. nothing and then i would be back but like i'm mm-hmm. glad you <laughs> it was it, honestly it. like looking back like and i know it hasn't been that long but like after i was like wait a second like what am i doing it really was like a good experience for me because i have not had that experience in a long time so it was nice to be like okay this is like I like I'm excited to find a trainer because I'm enjoying being on like the client end of things I think it makes mm-hmm. me a better trainer yeah. um and yeah is you know I I think that those experiences are good for me to go through yeah. too because it's I've now experienced that so viscerally so that when a client does come through the door and is telling me about that experience I can really understand where they're coming from and really empathize with them yeah I love that sympathize. that's so important sympathize <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But now getting more into the episode again, I'm all over the place today. So excuse me, this hasn't happened, I think, in any interview, but it's a crazy day, okay? It's a crazy day, it's a crazy week. <laughs> it's like those like long, short weeks that you're like, oh, yeah. wow, Tuesday was so long. And then it's like Friday and you're like, wait a second, it, it was Wednesday, Thursday. Oh my God, whatever. <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit more about like your fitness journey and kind of your career to start and then we'll move on. It's kind of related to this. I just wanted to talk a little more about in this episode about like non-scale victories because I feel like mm-hmm. we all focus so much on, oh my God, I lost this amount of weight or the before and after pictures or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I feel like there's always like, yeah, but how do you feel after workout? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know yeah. if that made any sense, but like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I feel like I wanted to kind of be be more focused on this episode about like 
what to look for when you finish a workout about like how you feel internally rather than how you look externally you know that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. That made better yeah, sense. Yeah, I got you. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> the person is talking a little bit about you and like your background. So, do you go to college? I know you have a very interesting, like maybe career story, which I'm just looking for any career story that is not linear right now. So, I just love to hear it because mine is not. <laughs> and I haven't even finished school. Yeah. So, I did I did go to college. Um, I went to college in North Carolina for musical theater and professional acting. <laughs> so, also, I am yeah. a musical. I love musicals. Have oh, you watched In the Heights? I'm going tomorrow night. I'm going to the movie theaters for the first time in years, and I'm so excited. I'm going to be getting myself a large popcorn. Oh I love Anthony Coke. Ramos. He's my he's my favorite person in the world now. I'm so Whatever. excited. Continue, I've heard great things about it. It's amazing. Um, I mean, I, yeah. I'm a Latina that wants to move to New York, so I am biased. That's what I say to everyone. Like. Yeah, I you love can, like, really it, and to I the am story. biased. Mm-hmm. Like I feel yeah. it, but still, it's very good. I feel like it's I'm excited. Also, like you are in a kind of post-pandemic sta- mm-hmm. stage, so it's very like hopeful and happy, and it gives you that like I want to dance all day now in the streets. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, continue. But I just need to say that because I've been obsessed within the. Yeah, I'm really lately. excited. I'm so excited to go see it. Um. Mm. So yeah, so I went to school for musical theater. Uh, that was really like what I thought I was going to do. I was a dancer my entire life. I got into more acting and singing in like the end of middle school, high school. And when you go to school for musical theater, it's a little bit different than other majors, I would say. You have to go through an audition process. Mm. It can be long and tiring and very expensive (laughs) to go through that process. Um, Like fame. (laughs) Oh, yeah, seriously, though. <laughs> it's very similar to that. Um, so yeah, it was very, it was a pretty intense, uh, I guess, journey to get even into my freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I was there, I went through my freshman year and started feeling like I was kind of uh, like disconnected, I guess, from myself. And I just felt like maybe performing wasn't for me, but, you know, I was going to keep pushing through. I just been accepted into the professional acting program Uh, they do it from your sophomore year to your senior year Mm -hmm. so I went into my sophomore year doing that again like very excited about it but feeling a little disconnected maybe not being truly honest with myself about how I was feeling about the entire field of entertainment Um, so towards my senior year I decided that I was gonna really dive into directing I had an opportunity my junior year to uh, produce a couple of shows through a student production company. So I did that and I really, I really loved it. Um, and I thought that like producing and directing was the path for me and something that would, that I could be more successful in. Hmm. And so I graduated college and I took a job as a singer down um, in a resort in the Florida Keys, which was really fun for about a month. And then got very lonely very fast. <laughs> I always say, yeah. have you ever watched um, Below Deck? No. It's like, it's like a Bravo oh show. God. It's a reality show about these I people who work on, a, on yachts. You should watch it. It's hilarious. Um, but I say that it's exactly like that. Like my team was, my cast was four people. My team was eight people. And oh, wow. those are pretty much the only people that I worked with hung out with we lived together like you are with the same people so after about five months of that I put in a month's notice and decided that I had to go home and that's when I was at like my lowest low 
Um, yeah. I was feeling extremely lost in my career. I was working at that time also as an associate producer, but it was not what I thought it was at all. It was a lot more of just asking people to give you money for things. And <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't really want to sit around asking people to give me money. <laughs> like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> not my vibe. Um, so I was just trying to figure it out. And when I was at home, I started going to the gym a little bit more consistently. I've always been, or I guess I haven't always been a gym goer, but since before college, like the summer before I went into college, that's when I started actually working out. Um, So I was home. I was trying to go to the gym every day before I headed off to work. And I just started realizing I didn't really know what I was doing. And (laughs) was like, you know, this might be a good time to just actually get some more information and I'm a very ambitious person when I like go in I go in all the way so I was like you know what I'm gonna get my personal training certification (laughs) from one side to the other one literally me um so I decided to do that and within the first chapter of this of the book I was like this is this is it this is what I want to do um yeah so that's how I got there. Wow. <laughs> I think, no, I think I mean, the question was, did you go to college? Yeah, no, but I love <laughs> it. I just gave my whole life story. I love it. No, because again, I like, I think everyone that listens to the podcast know that I do international relations for a major, but still I'm like freelancing content creation for like podcasts. I do this podcast mm-hmm. that has nothing to do. Um, and it's still something that I like and like a passion international relations, but it's not my whole identity. And maybe I don't want to do international relations. For, I mean, and it's like something that all you see is like, for example, someone that is going to school for graphic design and ends up being a graphic designer and that's it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, is it that easy? Oh, <laughs> no worries. Is it like, is it that easy? Like, is it that easy for everyone? No one has like a moment where they sit, sat down and are like, hmm, maybe I don't feel this. And I don't know, I yeah. really like that. I, I, and also, I <laughs> I did a year of pre-med before being oh into international. Oh my God, wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, should be, I should be already graduated. But since I lost that year on pre-med, I remember mm-hmm. that kind of like month where I left pre-med and was about to be on international relations that I was just so lost. Like yeah. you said, like I really related to that. I was so lost. I was crying every day, I w- waking up and I'm, I've always been like a type A person that I need to know everything and what's going to happen and what I'm going to do. And I mm-hmm. remember waking up and being like, I don't know what I'm going to do in my life. Like, I don't know what yeah. I'm going to do. Like, what's happening? It's so, scary. I know. Scary thought. I mean, I remember like, even though I was having all these thoughts too, all through college, I think that this is something to add to that too, is that I think a lot of people feel that way. I know I felt mm-hmm. that way and I did not say it out loud. I did not say it to a single person. The first time that I ever said out loud, I don't want to be an actor was the night before graduation. Oh my God. Like my best friend, I'm like crying on her floor and she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't want to be an actor. <laughs> I'm like we're literally graduating the next day. I'm like, why am I here? What am I going to do? I should have changed my major when I like felt this way in the first place. I think everyone struggles with that. Um, and yeah, it's, it's hard, especially when you're choosing a career when you're like, Oh, you're so young. Old. You're so young. <laughs> I have so many thoughts about that. And also throughout this podcast journey, which is why I'm so thankful that I have made it. I've met so many people that Mm-hmm. studied whatever and are doing nothing around that like I work with a girl on seeing other people podcast now and she studied music and now she's doing dating podcasts and she's kind of like a dating expert and she can yeah, learn that with experience so cool. you know like has nothing right. to do and I feel like so 
not empowered by that, but also I feel like related. Like I'm like, oh, like mm-hmm. not everyone studies and works about the same degree that I study about. You know, like I don't know. It's yeah, it's weird. Well, and you can find things that you like, um, like in places you don't. Or I guess you didn't think uh, that sounds really confusing. But uh, like, the, what, what always comes to mind for me is that when I was leaving theater, I was so upset that I was going to be leaving a creative field. Hmm. I was like, well, I can't draw. Like, I'm not like an artist. You know what I oh mean? Oh my but, god, like, I, I was really always love... like that. Yeah, yeah, same. yeah. But I was like, same. but I, I want to work in a creative field. Like, I want to be a creative. Yeah. But I don't have that opportunity anywhere else unless I'm in this. And I didn't, like, even when I started doing personal training, I was like, yeah, I mean, this isn't, like, the most creative thing, but whatever. As I started working with it, I was like, oh, no, this is actually so creative. Like, you have to be creative because, especially, oh, my God, during the pandemic, I mean, now I've started training people who are like, I have one band. (laughs) It's like, okay, well, we're gonna, we're gonna do a workout here. (laughs) Oh my God. So you can find like things that you like about whatever your major was or whatever you enjoy doing. There's so many places that you can find those bits and pieces. Yeah. And also I feel like in college, there's so much theory and like, it's such in a bubble what you're Mm, studying mm -hmm. that when you get out of that and you start doing things, you're like, oh, I like this. I don't like this. I really enjoy this. I don't like this. And it kind of, I feel like always you learn more in practice than in theory. Like it's the norm for anything. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm a big like advocate for like work, do start a podcast, start a side hustle, do whatever. Then you can see what you're going to do with your career, but just do whatever you want to do. And you're going to realize what it is that you like and what you don't. Yeah. And any degree. Yeah. And any degree can be like, changed into being a creative field again i can Mm -hmm. do people can do international relations podcasts and i can end up doing what i'm doing for an international relations podcast and kind of mesh all together or maybe not who knows maybe i'll be (laughs) something else (laughs) who knows it's so crazy who knows right but then i wanted to ask you um a little bit more about again feeling kind of lost in your career because i really want to kind of if you have like one advice for people that feel lost in their career like right now what would you advise them to do? I would say, like, don't be afraid to try something different. And mm-hmm. I know that that sounds like obvious, <laughs> but I, I mean, I was so scared to walk away from theater again. Like mm-hmm. I didn't, I knew it for two years while I was in school, two or three years that I did not want to do it. And I was so afraid to walk away from it because of what everyone else was going to think of me, especially as an actor, you know, how many times have I been asked, oh, well, what are you going to do with that major? You know, like, what are you going to do? What's your, what, what is your backup plan? What's your plan B? So I didn't want to walk away because I was like, everyone's going to think I quit, you know? And I feel like a lot of people struggle with that in general. Like nobody wants to quit. Nobody wants to be the person who gave up on it or gave up on what used to be your dream. Your dream can change as many times as you want it to. And it is no one else's business but your own. So don't be afraid to just try something new, just start something different. And if you don't like it, that's okay. You can walk away from it. You know, you're not, you're not married to anything. You're not married to your career. Yeah, I love that. It gives me major breathe vibes by nights. <laughs> I've been listening to the song nonstop. I'm like, wow, this is this is very intense. Oh I'm so God. excited to go see in the Heights. No, like... You don't understand. The, the guy that does Benny, Corey yeah. Hawkins, uh-huh. is the best Benny in the world. He has I'm such so a vibe. Yeah. With... Oh 
I, I was gonna watch it because I have HBO Max, so I was just like gonna watch it on my TV. And one of my clients was like, "No, you no. have to go see it in a theater. You have I to." Hear the theaters, different hear the theaters were were closed, so I couldn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't not watch it. And then I just, I they open up, and I want to go watch it. And I'm like, "Fucking school, can it end? I need to go to the theater." <laughs> You're so I close. Miss, You're so close. I miss the cinemas also so much. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. It's such an experience for me to go to the cinema. I haven't been in years. Again, another thing, like I've always, since I changed my careers, which was the hardest thing I probably ever had to do, I've always Mm -hmm. loved cinemas. And I was like, what if I want to be a director? And I'm like, no, no, you don't want to be. You just like cinemas. (laughs) Also, like a tip for people, like, because I feel like choosing your career when you're 17 is so hard because Mm -hmm. you like so many things again. And you don't have to stop liking the things that you like just because you're starting one thing. Like, I feel like a lot of people, for example, in my field, Mm -hmm. a lot of people in my field are like, the only thing they do is read news about international relations and things happening in the world. And I'm like, but Mm -hmm. don't you have another passion, another thing you want to do? Like something that doesn't have to do Mm -hmm. with your career, like something outside of this bubble. And for example, for me, cinema, you know? Yeah, and I love that point too because, like, again, when I was leaving theater, I was really afraid too because I was like, well, I don't want to leave this because I really love musical theater. Like, I really love going to plays and I love all of that and I don't want to lose that. But I can still do that even though I'm not an actor. Like, I don't know why we do that to ourselves where it's like, well, if I give this up, everything is gone. It's because, you know, we all put everything into that all or nothing. Like, you either have to be all in or, like, not at all. But that's, it's just not true. You know, you can be you can still enjoy the things you do exactly you know? <laughs> exactly no and also i love musicals for example and i never saw myself as an actor and or a dancer mm-hmm. like that is not gonna happen but that doesn't stop me from like dancing to in the house right. when work out like whatever <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this is so much fun we are both all over the place i feel like i just i, I just can't feel it <laughs> it's been that kind of week you know I can feel the, the chaotic energy but i love yeah. it so now I wanted to move more into your movement and mindset program and everything you do. So I just wanted to ask you, like, what is movement and mindset for the people that don't know and all of that? Yeah. So movement and mindset um, started off as an ebook, uh, actually, like exactly a year ago. Um, mm-hmm. So I came out with an ebook called Movement and Mindset because everyone that I was friends with was just really struggling to work out because we were in the middle of a pandemic. So understandably so. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, before the pandemic had started, started really focusing more on my mindset, on how I was feeling before, after, and during my workouts, connecting. I've always been like really into manifestation and stuff. And so I had started trying to connect that into my movement, mm-hmm. um, whether that was like my workouts or going on a walk or like whatever it is. And so I felt like I was at a pretty good place with my movement in the pandemic, which like, thank, thank God. Um, So I saw that a lot of people were struggling with that. And so I launched the Movement and Mindset ebook, which was a two to four week program, depending on how you wanted to go about it. Um, And each day had a movement focus and then a mindset focus. So like something for you to meditate on during the workout. It might've been a question. It might've just been a mantra um, or just like, asked you to reflect on something. It really just depended on the day. Um, And everything was connected to like the body parts that you had. So it was really fun. I really enjoyed creating it. And Mm -hmm. it went really well when I launched it. Um, And so I just asked my Instagram followers, I was like, would you guys want this like every month, like something similar? 
Um, yeah. So movement and mindset has shifted a lot since I actually launched the monthly program. Um, so now it is when you sign up for it, you get five workouts a week sent directly to your email. And then you also get accepted into a private Instagram page. So on the Instagram page, it has like video breakdowns of each exercise. Um, we also do two live events per month and the focus just changes. Normally one of them is movement based and one of them is mindset. So like this month we are doing, um, a deadlift and squat master workshop sort of thing. So just like breaking down exactly what that is in different variations. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. And they're very easy to do wrong. I was doing them wrong for years. (laughs) Um, Squats too, but I feel like I got them down. But now I'm with the lips and I'm like, deadlifts are, they're rough. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then the other thing that we're doing, uh, so the mindset ones, they change a lot. So we've done like how to create a sustainable habit, how to combat negative self-talk in fitness, things along those lines. Again, it changes every month. We try to mix it up. So yeah. yeah. And then I also do uh, like monthly check-ins with everyone. So I just send all the members a DM and I'm just, you know, like, how's the month I going? Love that. Just check in I love a little that. bit. <laughs> I love that. I love that because I don't know. I feel like people sometimes, again, with hard or complicated exercises, you get kind of intimidated and you're like, I cannot mm-hmm. do a deadlift. Like what? I'm, I'm not. And then you do it and you're like, I mean, I'm doing it completely wrong, but at least I try. <laughs> and it's kind well, of like... Yeah, and the good thing about... Um, so mm, fitness, like, is so overcomplicated. Yeah. When you when you really break it down, yeah. it comes down to seven movement patterns. And that's really all you need to know. So I believe that, like, once you master the seven movement patterns, you can really grow out of that um, and really do anything because it's just those seven movement patterns with a different external force. So like if you're using a kettlebell, a dumbbell, a cable machine, you know, it's different, but the cues are still the same. Um, so actually, uh, in July, I'm so excited. I'm also launching movement and mindset foundations, which is a six week course that goes over those seven movement patterns along with like, how, again, to create a habit, how to create a schedule, how to track your progress in a healthy way, all those kinds of things. So I'm very excited about that one. I love that. I love that. Because it's so necessary. Again, as I told you, I tried to do, <laughs> I think it yeah. was a row. And I was like, the other day, I couldn't move my neck. And I was like, oh, I did something wrong. <laughs> well, and it's hard too, because um, like something that is so beneficial about personal training is that you can look up how to do a row online, but my row is going to be different than your row. It's going to be different than his row, than her row, than their row. You know what I mean? Like it's everyone is, we're we're all unique people, which is awesome. And that should be celebrated. Um, So, but it's, it's hard to do so much when, you know, we're all different people and we're built differently and we have different strengths and weaknesses. So that's why I do those, those monthly check-ins with the program members too, just to like see so that someone could be like, you know, well, I did my row and I, I kind of, my neck kind of hurts. And it's like, okay, send me a video of you doing your row. So then I'll have people send me videos of them and then I can help them out a little bit, give them some tips yeah. on form and all those things. I just want everyone to feel confident. Yeah. But, but I love how you, I don't know why I love this so much, but I love how you made everything so virtual and so approachable to anyone. Sometimes when I look up like personal trainers, especially everyone I follow is from New York because it's kind of like a manifestation thing that I'm doing. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then I, I go back and I'm like, I'm not in New York. I don't know any personal mm-hmm. trainers here. I'm like, do I want to go to a personal trainer here and kind of, because for me, the hardest thing about working out is getting out of my house. I hate it. I yeah. don't want 
want to mm-hmm. have to go out of my house in the dead of winter right now i'm like oh just want to work out in my living room like it's so comfortable i also can wear whatever i want i wear my shorts that are like workout shorts that are like years old they don't look good i would never go out in person with those but i wear them anywhere here because they're great for the living room workout yeah yeah i know so i feel like i love how you made everything so approachable and virtual and yeah and also again going back to no Mm -hmm. yeah go on on, oh i I was just gonna say it's so much fun too because like i feel like through this program i've met People that I would have never had the opportunity to meet before. Like we have members in, you know, in California, in Canada, in Germany, in London, like all over the place. And it's so cool just being able to, to meet people from around the world that I, I would have, we would have never connected. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And also I was going to say about like the seven movements that you said, that also is so approachable again, because you don't need to be in the big gym with all the big equipment to do them. You can just... I don't know, kind of like change them or kind of, there's a word that I'm not finding, but like kind of make them approachable to whatever you have at home and whatever you can do with what you have, you know? And I, exactly. I tell everyone, um, you know, my, my, especially my one-on-one clients, I always remind them that (laughs) there are seven movement patterns and there are a million variations of each of those movements. So if you don't like like yeah. goblet squats, I'm okay with that. Just let me know and we're going to squat. Like we have to yeah. squat, but we will do a different variation of that. So you're yeah. still going to be moving those muscles, but we don't have to be doing the, the variation that you don't like. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love your whole philosophy. I'm like, wow, this is what Thank I like you. about fitness. No, because again, sometimes it gets kind of overwhelming. You go and you see yeah. the Kardashians doing like whatever crazy thing they do and you're like, oh what is happening like right. I like fitness yeah, I really don't want to do this <laughs> we're like do I have to hate fitness so much I don't think so like this is not supposed to be <laughs> no no there's a good side there's a bright side <laughs> yeah um, but then I wanted to ask you I know in your in your website or I, don't, I think it was your website you always say like this mentality of health health first health is a hard word to say for a non-english speaker so excuse uh-huh. me um, no, but no. health first is always I don't know. I love that mm-hmm. mentality. So if you want to explain it a little bit and why like you have it in your website and all of that. Yeah. So health first fitness is something that I hold very near and dear to my heart because when I first started my fitness journey, again, I was about to go into my first year of theater school and I was super obsessed with how I looked. So obsessed mm. that I was like, I need to go to the gym five to seven days a week. Um, I was only focused on like exercises that were going to quote unquote do something for my body. So things that didn't, that I couldn't feel weren't important to me because I just wanted to make sure that my muscles were super sore the next day because that's how I knew that I was working them out. Um, I was only focused on like getting six pack abs, being as thin as I could possibly be all those kinds of things. And it drove me crazy. I was it's crazy just, how we all, yeah. I, again, I feel like we women, especially we all had some kind of mentality like that. Maybe mm-hmm. not sometimes that extreme, but again, as I told you, I used to only do abs and I was like, I'm not seeing the six pack. And I'm like, uh, girl, you don't understand how this works. Like, come on, <laughs> this is not yeah. how it works. It's insane. Right. Yeah. So uh, once I really started like stepping away from that mentality a little bit, um, I, started to think about like the other benefits of fitness. Um, When I went into my freshman year of college, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and my grandma died from cancer. So it was like back to back. And I started doing research on, you know, how to prevent breast cancer because like 
all the women in my family have had it. And one of the biggest things that comes up is exercise. And so that was really my first introduction to like, oh, well, there are other benefits, which, which we know, but you know, like you have to have that moment of it clicking within you yeah. being like, oh no, there are other benefits yeah. of exercise. Um, and so then when I became a trainer and I started, you know, obviously learning more and got um, different certifications, started taking different classes, I learned so much more about fitness and really got to look at fitness from a holistic point of view, looking at health from a holistic point of view. So instead of it just being like, well, I want really ripped arms, um, you know, being like, well, I really want to feel good. And like, yeah, I might have like really toned arms, but the most important thing is that I feel good in my body and I feel good walking up the stairs and I can sleep well at night and I'm eating in a way that makes me feel good rather than, you know, counting my almonds and (laughs) counting the macros and all of those things. So for me, health first fitness just means that instead of focusing or making the priority what you look like and being able to put everything else to the side, your social life, your food, um, your sleep, everything else going to the side, instead of doing that, we're focusing solely on filling the five pillars of health, which is another thing that I believe in. So we're filling the pillars of, yes, my physical health, but also my emotional health, my mental health, my spiritual Mm -hmm. health, my social health, my environmental health, all of those things that really do play just such a big role in how we feel and what we do. And I think that when you start to look at your fitness in that way, you actually get all the benefits of exercise. Um, So I think that just approaching it from an aesthetics first point of view, I would say, is just so limiting to what fitness and health could be in your life. So when you take on that holistic point of view, it just becomes so much better. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's a, so a way that free. lives up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. And then it's, it's the pressure isn't there to be like, I need to go to the gym five days this week. You know, instead I feel very comfortable in my current fitness routine well, not right now. I, like I said, I'm really struggling right now for a current fitness routine, but I still feel pretty good because I, although I'm not going to the gym as often, I'm going on walks a lot. I'm riding my bike around the city. You know, I'm just looking at fitness in a different way. So yeah. to me, fitness doesn't mean that you're going to the gym every single day and you're picking up heavy things or you're running on a treadmill or whatever it is. You know, fitness can be whatever you need it to be. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I feel like I feel like we've all made that mistake from with fitness, like to think that yeah. it's gonna mm-hmm. make us look a certain way. Because every time you eat something, everyone is like, "Oh my god!" But I'll work it out in the gym, or I like burn it off in the gym. You're like, "What? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does that even mean?" And you kind of <laughs> mentally kind of get that thing. And I just wanted to ask you: Have you ever tried Kundalini breath work with Aval by Erica? I think that's how she's called on Instagram. No, I haven't. Um, yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about, but yeah, I have. I, I haven't tried it. A before and after in my spiritual wellness. <laughs> oh my god, I recommend yeah. her for forever. Like it's insane. But also, I've never meditated before. But she kind of mixes meditation mm-hmm. with manifestation, so mm-hmm. it kind of you feel like you're oh, doing something. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, well, I'm manifesting, and I'm also meditating, and. <laughs> I don't know. I do one that is two words, one stone. I love it. Yeah, but it's also I do. I had the hardest time getting my sleep, and I do one before I go to bed every day, and I'm like, wow, I actually sleep like a freaking baby now. It's insane. But I just wanted to know if you if you do it because 
I yeah, haven't, but I will. How you say that the spiritual part is so important because I didn't mm. know that until like a month ago and I'm like, wow, it really is important. Yeah, it really does make a big difference. Yeah, exactly. And then I wanted to talk a little bit more about the non-scale victories because I feel like that's something that, again, we never really look at. And mm -hmm. just like to ask you, what would you say like non-scale victories are and what are some that you see on your clients? Like the main ones you see on your clients and on the people from the Movement and Mindset program. Yeah, so I think one of the um, like most popular ones, I guess, is just um, like instead of stepping on a scale and tracking that weight, tracking the weights that you're actually picking up. So like, <laughs> you know, getting stronger each week. A couple weeks ago, I was, you know, overhead pressing 10 pounds. And this week, I'm overhead pressing 12. Like that is a huge yeah. victory. Um, and I think something that we just expect to happen. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Instead of like mm -hmm. really appreciating that like those changes are happening and you are getting stronger. Yeah. Um, so that's a big one. I think something that I hear a lot is that people just feel more connected with themselves. That mm. to me is huge. I think that yeah. that is one of the biggest and most important parts about exercise, especially like, I focus on functional fitness. And that is something that I love to hear is that, you know, your mind body connection is stronger. You feel more connected with yourself. Um, and what that might look like would change for everyone, but that mind body connection might look like, oh, I, you know, don't really feel like working out today, but do I really not feel like working out today? Yes. Or like, you know, should I go, you know, so you can really start to understand when is a good time to push yourself and when is a good time to step back and rest. Um, but it also might look like, you know, you trip and fall and you catch yourself. So, you know, like having that mind body connection of being like, oh, I'm falling. And like, I know how to get out of this is so important because, you know, like when we get older or even now, like I'm very clumsy. Yeah, I'm, yeah that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm super clumsy. So like having that mind body connection has saved my ass many times. Um, yeah. And then uh, I had another one and I can't think of it now. Um, oh, and then another big one for me is like, I had a client last week tell me, so um, New York, we have a lot of walk-ups. <laughs> It's the yeah. worst, but like a lot of buildings just don't have elevators. My building does not have an elevator. One of my clients does not, and she lives on the fifth floor. Mm -hmm. So one of the big things that we talked about in her initial consultation was that she hates walking up to the fifth floor and like being out of breath, having to like stand outside her apartment. That's me breath. in my school. I, I, <laughs> oh. I cannot track it now because I haven't yeah. gone back to school in a year, but I remember mm -hmm. going up because there are like the double stairs because the floor is like two, yeah. two stairs. And I was like in the fourth floor and I was like, <gasps> right. Just like out of breath. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I so right, right, I know. And it's, uh, it's the worst too. because then you're like sweaty and you have to be somewhere. It's horrible. Um, <laughs> But she came into our session earlier this week and was like, Jane, I carried my groceries up my stairs wow. and I haven't even noticed this until this week. She was like, but I got to the, like, the top of the stairs and I was not out of breath and I felt great and I could just like go into my apartment and like keep going about my day. Wow. And I think that that is huge because like that's the little stuff that we do every single day, you know? So Although I think it's totally fine to have aesthetic goals. I don't think that there's anything, anything wrong with that. I do think that it's so important to focus on those little wins of, of just seeing those minor changes in your day-to-day -day life. Because they're not minor. When they all add up, you know, like that's a yeah. whole different lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. I love that so much. Again, with this, I feel like the stairs, everyone can feel connected to that. 
I also used to run so many flights of stairs and oh, yeah. I even got like winded when I used to do like the ones in my house and I was like, this is not okay. And then I realized when was it last week, the week before that was like, wow, I went from um, from like the, the kitchen that is downstairs and I came up mm -hmm. and I sat down in my chair and I can totally talk like a normal person. <laughs> I'm not winded. Wow, this is so yeah. nice. <laughs> Or for example, to me, it happened when this, I, the desk that I have is a really big one situation mm -hmm. thing it's it's really heavy and it has a lot of parts and we had to change the floors in my room so we had to take it out and then put it all back together and I actually could mm -hmm. help my dad put it all back together like him and me and I was like wow I can actually hold this thing that is so heavy like this right. piece of wood and I was like wow this is very nice because you don't see it like again I didn't really mm -hmm. re notice a difference in my arms when it comes to like how they look but I felt it and I feel like that's the most important but I love what yeah. you said about the mind-body connection especially about falling down because I fall down all the time I still oh. have a mark of when I fell down on the street and it really really hurt my leg and I'm like oh, oh my God, gosh no. yes I felt oh. I felt like this like face to the floor oh my god yeah I know oh. It was really bad <laughs> so now i'm like <laughs> catching myself every time i can right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah no i love that and then i wanted to i wanted to ask you no i wanted to mention one thing before we move on i wanted yeah. to say like also i feel like a lot of people and not to bash anyone that does challenges but i feel like in the summer this very specific two-week mm -hmm. challenge was very very famous the summer winter whatever summer, whatever you yes, live from yes oh yeah um, yeah yeah <laughs> and I remember I did it I was like oh my god I'm gonna do it I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna look like her in two weeks and then I didn't and I was so disappointed mm -hmm. not in the challenge or in her I was disappointed in myself and I was like and then I stopped myself and I was like girl because I I looked even like a bit <laughs> like I I did the before and after pictures which I don't recommend mm -hmm. because I looked bigger if you want to call it that and I I almost started crying I was like oh my god I did this challenge wrong I busted my ass all the two weeks to do this freaking challenge that I even mm -hmm. hated because I didn't enjoy it and I was like this sucks and then I was like girl this is not like mentally physically possible to look like anyone in two weeks like first of mm -hmm. all I don't have the same body bones my bones don't look the same as her mm -hmm. we'll never do it's fine also two weeks like that's just not realistic you know I feel like yeah. we all expect to go to the gym or do the challenge and two weeks we have abs and we are super strong and we're like mm -hmm. whoa superwoman all of a sudden you're <laughs> like no this is not how it works so yeah, yeah I, I love your your mentality when it comes to fitness I feel like yeah we all get caught up on those things and it's yeah really hard and, to and I think step out to, of it right I, I think something to like remember is that You know, like it's it's all marketing mm, <laughs> at the end yeah. of the day, you know, and I I like I have to remind myself of that, too. You know, it's yeah. like this is and what we were talking about at the beginning, like when when the the trainer was like, you know, breaking down my thing and telling me that I, you know, whatever, like mm. I know what they're doing. Yeah, that's a marketing tactic. That's a sales mm. tactic, you know, yeah. and like as far as challenges go I think that I don't think that there's like anything wrong with them as long as you're going in knowing that that may not happen like that that may not exactly. be the results that you're going to get um but like you know I, I just wish that they could be marketed more as like a two-week kickstarter like yeah. you know jumpstart your fitness journey anything exactly. like that um yeah. yeah it's just such a shame but people you know like to tap into 
other people's pain points and something that I had thought about after I had this experience uh, earlier in the week was like, I am just so sick of people using your body against you. And that's what it comes down to is it's just making you feel bad so that you come back for more. Um, yeah. And it just just rubs me the wrong way yeah and also i feel like since it's marketed so well like i'm gonna give that to those people and again no shame to her i feel like everyone probably knows who we're talking about but like no shade i use challenges for example mm -hmm. now um mainly to have like the youtube playlist saved and not to have to like browse through the youtube world for a workout yeah. sometimes mm -hmm. it's so hard and because i have a plan for the 30 days and i know if i lose one i have to do it the next day and kind of like all of that I and don't it's do them to like the stuff on yeah. YouTube is it's so accessible. Yeah. But I feel like also when you look for the challenges that those two week challenges especially you would look you you will see the videos and then you will see everyone's like before and after video and like my mm -hmm. journey doing the two week challenge and you know people getting out with like abs or whatever and you're like oh my god I don't look like that like this is so hard yeah um and again, also I feel like just, yeah, it's, some, yeah something to keep in mind too is just that like the internet is fake, you know, and like yeah. people are just only showing you what they want you to see and what's yeah. entertaining and what's interesting. And, you know, people are trying to grow their YouTube channels and trying to grow yeah. their Instagram. And so, you know, people, people like a big transformation. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what they're going to make happen. And you never know, like you, even those before and after videos, even the pictures and stuff, you don't know that that was really two weeks apart. Like there is absolutely nothing to actually prove that mm -hmm. and yeah I think that that's just something especially with social media that we all got to keep in mind is you know like I have to log out of my phone sometimes and just be like put oh it down God, it's yes. fake like stop comparing yourself to people you don't actually know what that person is going through you don't actually know that person's journey um or like what I eat in a day is this something that I'm like oh my god like oh my god if only I could eat healthier like if only I could eat that way and like you don't know for a fact that that is all that person ate you don't know that that is what they eat every single day so we can't compare ourselves to this 10 second video that we're seeing yeah exactly and for me what makes me the saddest is that they're so popular because people watch it so much and i'm like oh my god can we please mm -hmm. just community stop right? making those videos so yeah. people don't consume it but i feel like people sometimes just prefer to but profit off of people's mm -hmm. sadness and and not content with their body which is sad but yeah i just wanted to mention that and then i want to close with one question and move to the rapid fire questions um Ooh. do you have any advice for people who are starting their fitness journey and again they're getting caught up on all of this two-week challenges, two-week transformation, mm -hmm. scale, before and afters, and how to, like, concentrate more of the non-scale victories? I feel like you will have a better yeah. advice than maybe I, normal person. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that just, like, a great place to, to start with a fitness journey is focusing less on what you're actually doing and focusing more on consistency. Yeah. Um, so instead of being, like, a, I'm going to work out seven days a week or I'm going to follow this challenge, like whatever it is, just being like, I'm going to show up for myself for two hours this week. Yeah. That way that two hours could be broken up 30 minutes over four days. You could show up for two hours and go on a really long walk one day. You know, you could break it up into two days. There's a lot of different ways that you could go about it. So it's still flexible. Um, and then the second thing that I always like to say, so that, that also will go under what I'll call like starting small. So don't give yourself mm -hmm. a big all or nothing, you know, start small and make it, make it grow over time. Um, yeah. and then the second big thing is always add, never take away. So whenever we take anything out of our routine, 
your body is immediately, and this isn't, this isn't like us, uh, this is not like us humans just being like, oh, I'm upset or whatever. This is like your body having an actual reaction to being restricted. So whenever you take anything out of your routine, your body's going to have a reaction to that. Whether it happens this week or next month, it's going to happen. Um, so instead of working on taking things away, focus on adding something in. So add in that two hours this week, add in a walk. Um, I know like uh, in New York, like something that I always recommend to people is like, get off the subway, stop early, walk yeah. home the, the next 10 blocks, you know, just little things like that, that you can add into your routine and all of those little habits domino effect into creating this new lifestyle. But when we do a two week challenge, the two week finishes, you know, and then, What's next? What do you do next? Um, yeah. and, and that's exactly why they do them you know, so that you can wait around for the next yeah. little bit and then do the next two week challenge. Um, so finding those little little nuggets that you can start adding in for yourself. I think that those are that that's the best place to start. If someone if you're feeling like completely lost in starting a fitness routine and it's something that you want to do. I have a workbook. It's completely free. It's on my website, movementandmindset.com. Um, it's called Jumpstart Your Journey, and it's just a workbook that it's blank, and you're going to fill it out, and I'll walk you through how to create a goal, how to find your why, different ways, uh, different like forms of exercise, different, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Resources, different resources that you can use, whether you want to use a trainer, a program, do it by yourself, all of those things. Um, so that's a really great resource. Again, it's it's free, so it's you know worth a shot. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And I also love how you preach I, I, I've heard you preach a lot about smart goals, which I don't remember yeah. what they mean, mm -hmm. but I, I really like that. Like, I feel like that's, that's a way to go. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that we have that in the, in the workbook too. So it'll walk mm -hmm. you through exactly. So a smart goal just means specific, measurable, attainable, um, realistic and time bound. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's the there's way too many acronyms in fitness. It's rude. Um, <laughs> but I know that one. Uh, yeah. So that's, that'll go on there. We'll break down exactly what that means, what that looks like and put together a smart goal for yourself. Yeah. I love that. Well, again, thank you so much for this, but now we move on to the more fun rapid fire question section. So just <laughs> answer the first thing that comes to your mind. What's your go-to coffee order? I'm so boring. Coffee with oat milk. <laughs> Everyone says that. Everyone. But I mean, I, I get it. I get it. I'm the same. So I cannot but say if I, You know what? If I'm going to be like bougie though and go somewhere, uh, I, I would get an almond latte, but only if they make their own almond syrup because I don't like like Ooh. fake almond flavor. But this yeah. one coffee shop in my hometown, they make their own coffee syrup and an almond latte is like chef's kiss. Ooh, I like that. What's the last show you watched and you loved? We just finished Mayor of Easttown last night. Highly recommend. I need to watch so good. that. I need to watch so that. So good. <laughs> Kate Winslet, incredible. When you think of the word successful, who's the first person that comes to your mind? Whitney Simmons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you could give a presentation about anything unprepared, what would it be about? Uh, breathing, I think. <laughs> breathing is so important. It's so important in fitness, especially. Yeah. Oh my God. I loved your stories the other day about when to breathe in and when to breathe out. I was like, and that's, that's what made me think about it, that. I was like, yeah. I love breathing. <laughs> yeah. What would be your favorite quote? Um, progress over perfection. Oh, I love that. If you could live in any movie, which one would it be? Harry Potter. Oh, 
<laughs> people have such a hard time with that question i love how quick you were because i, I know just, my I answers love quickly. harry potter like yeah. <laughs> yeah. what's your favorite meal mm, tacos but i would oh. go back and forth between steak and fish tacos yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. one of each <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> if you could be one person for just one day who would it be I feel like I have to say Taylor Swift because we've been oh talking about her and I'm like, I need to get inside of her head and like, <laughs> figure out what's going on. I really need to be Taylor Swift for one day. Like, please, universe, I need that. I need a freaky Friday moment. Right, with Taylor. Oh my God. And the last one says, what's a song that never fails to make you dance? Oh, okay. Split between Mr. Brightside and then 34 plus 35, because that's just, like, the best song that came out in the past year. Like, Yes! <laughs> I love both. They're both on my workout playlist, so yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but again, thank you so much for being here with me. I love recording this episode. It was so much fun. Do you want to plug yourself one last time where people can find Ooh. you and all of that? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me, first of all. This was mm-hmm. such a great episode. Yeah. Um, so you can find me on Instagram. My personal Instagram is Jane K. Simmons. And then the Movement and Mindset Instagram is movement.and.mindset. If you want to try a month of Movement and Mindset and get 20% off your first month, you can use the code POV20 and get 20% off. <laughs> I love that. We have our personal discount code this is very (laughs) exciting again thank you so much for being here and to everyone else i'll see you next week bye